Let's fuck this party in the mouth. Sweet birthday, baby! No, life's short, carpe diem, etc., right? What I do in my time is my business, my choice, baby! Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Lucky Dog Podcast. This is your host, Elias Roush. This podcast is sponsored by EliasRoushMedia.com. Today we are discussing Russian Doll, the television series original by Netflix. Russian Doll is an American comedy drama web television series created by Natasha Leone, Amy Poehler, and Leslie Hedlund. It premiered on February 1st on Netflix. The series follows a woman who repeatedly dies and relives the same night in an ongoing loop. It stars... Natasha Leon as Nadia, Greta Lee as Maxine, Yoel Vasquez as John Rays, Charlie Barnett as Alan, and Elizabeth Ashley as Ruth Brenner. And so, I, uh, I wasn't, like, thrilled about starting this series. This was the kind of series that I strictly decided to watch because I saw Russian doll every fucking where all over my podcast timeline. I was like, what the fuck is the deal with this? Um, Russian doll series. What is it about? What is, what is the deal? So the, the premise is Russian doll follows a young woman named uh, Nadia on her journey as the guest of honor at a seemingly inescapable party one night in New York city. She dies repeatedly while at this party and she's basically just trying to figure out what the hell is going on. And so that's relatively the synopsis. It's got this overarching feeling of Groundhog Day, but it has different twists and turns that make it a little bit more original than um, something that we've seen in this uh, style. So... um for eight episodes, 20, 25 minutes each, I thought it relatively captured my attention. I thought Natasha Leone has got so much charisma. She's funny. She's She can play dramatic. She can play pretty much whatever you ask her to, but she's always kind of within her own character. And the cool thing about this uh, reliving, uh, repeating, live-die-repeat kind of style um, and it, it, it's, it's very interesting to see how this is, uh, portrayed versus, um, I don't know, like a happy death day or a groundhog day. And I, I, to be honest, I haven't seen either one of those, but I have seen, uh, synopsis and I've, I've heard about them and I've heard about the way they're structured and whatnot. So I might have to go back and do a groundhog day review just to do some sort of comparison because the way this is structured, it's the, like I said, the live, die, repeat, but also things start to change throughout the times that she's coming back to life. And so you as the audience are kind of, uh, going through this, um, this, uh, repeating cycle with Natasha Leone's character, Nadia, um, it's kind of hard to talk about this in non-spoiler, but I would say for the first few episodes, it it kind of, like, I'd say like a lot of Netflix episodes, it takes maybe the first three to kind of get in. And if you're not with, if you're not with the gist within the first three, you're, you're just not going to enjoy it. Um, 
I do think it has a satisfying ending. It's kind of clever at the end, but I'm not raving and reviewing this because this is like the best new thing. I don't think this is the best new thing. I think it's it's a, it's a cool concept that I've seen done before, um, but it's uh, executed at a pretty pretty good level for a pretty low budget is what I'd say. Um, I don't know if we need to see a whole nother season of this, but I, I mean, it, it was, it was entertaining to say the least. And I think the only reason I probably stuck with it was because it was 20 to 25 minutes or whatever. Um, it was under 30 minute show and it feels we're at this point in Netflix that there is a new series coming out every other week, if not a new movie every other week. And it's too much to keep up with. Even from like a podcaster that did this full time, you would have to have multiple teams of people reviewing uh, different shows all at once uh, to really capture what everyone's uh, feelings are, or, you know, talking about television, talking about movies. So I almost felt like... I was pushed into a corner because I was like, Russian doll, what the hell is a Russian doll? Why, why are we talking about Russian doll? And, uh, it's, it's, it's become, it's, it's become quite obvious that Netflix has so much content that you just can't possibly keep up with it. So when you see someone say oh check out this and then you see it repeated again other people are like oh yeah check out this 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 check out russian doll check out this just that you're like okay I'll, I'll i'll watch it i'll check it out and so that's how i kind of felt watching this i i was never i don't think i was ever bored but um i think this probably could have done from just a movie honestly um what is so this movie this would have been like a three and a half hour movie if it was all together um, so I can see why they decide not to do it and because just for the longevity, nobody wants to watch, watch a three hour movie, but, um, yeah, I thought it was pretty good. The technicals, the it's, this really relies on the storytelling technique of, uh, the creators and being able to sell it, which is Natasha Leone's part. Um, I totally understand that. Like, um, they had decent premise and they got a pretty pretty good actress to portray it and you know great co-stars um it it's a solid ca- cast and it's a solid crew but the thing is does it feel necessary does does this feel like a piece of media that you have to see and my response is no i i think i'm going to forget this in a year um it's not a must watch is what i'd say i was never bored Never, I, I didn't hate it. I just didn't feel like it was a must-watch. It didn't blow my mind in a way that it needed to. It's probably a 7 out of 10. Um, nothing, it, it, like I don't want to say it's bad or anything, but it's just there, there weren't any parts of the show that stuck out to me that made this a game-changer. Um, the, the, the biggest thing I think I liked about it was probably the formatting and the 20-minute increments, the 20-minute eight-part series. Um, I, I like that. It's, it's easy to consume. Um, so we can jump into spoilers for anyone that's already seen this. I, I kind of dilly dallied around it cause it's, it's kind of hard to talk about this in non-spoiler just because it's like, what do you want me to talk about? Like what, how she gets out of the, uh, 
the loop or what happens with the loop or it's like you, you can't really talk about that without talking about spoilers um with the exception of saying how good they acted and you know the technicals of the story i thought like i said all of it's really it, it done technically well the music's good i like how they have a resetting song both both of these uh well, like I said, I, I can't really talk about it without spoilers, but um, for the reset song, um, it, it it's interesting how they have the editing go throughout the whole series because it's like she keeps dying and she keeps repeating in the same cycle, but also seeing how small things change throughout the scenarios is also very interesting. Um, let me see. Anything else? Let's just jump into spoilers after the first three episodes. So by now, I think you should have watched at least the first three episodes, first two episodes, something like that. If you don't give a shit, just just continue listening, and I'll, I'll tell you why the rest of the series probably landed for some people, and it didn't land so much for me. Um, so by now, we're talking about spoilers of Russian Doll. Get the hell out of here if you don't want to hear <laughs> the spoilers. So Russian Doll spoilers, the... The main premise of Russian Doll relies on the live, die, repeat thing of uh, Nadia's character and her interacting with the world, and the world is slowly shifting every time she dies. I think she dies like 20 times or something like that, and it's in different ways every time. Um, she also comes in contact with the guy named Alan, and they are unexplicably linked in some sort of way that makes them live, die, repeat the same days, and they become intertwined with each other, and they're aware that they are both uh, going through the loops. So that was a really big game changer through the uh, through the show, and it that's when I kind of got hooked. I was like, oh, shit, there's more than just her that's going through this shit, you know? Um, so I really enjoyed that aspect, but when it came down to it... Um, there was so much live, die, repeat and type stuff um, that it almost felt inconsequential to some some point. And then when it came to the very end, when we realized that they are on their last loop and they are on two separate timelines, um, that was that was really interesting. The way the the editing style was done with that and how it led into the eventual ending of the show. And no matter what. Uh, dimension they are on they end up together going down the street with all these homeless people and whatever parade going on um so it's ultimately a happy ending but like there's just such a flip-flop from both of the, they're having to write two different storylines almost it's almost like watching deleted scenes or like an alternate uh ending for the last episode so um it, it, it's kind of cool watching it, seeing these two timelines transform into one and uh, them having to figure out that they're ultimately meant for each other. But I just thought that it was kind of contrived in the way that Nadia is so obsessed with this Mike guy who's who's, inters, inter, who's intertwined with uh, Alan's story narrative who um, who's at the party. And Nadia is about to sleep with this guy who happens to have like zero morals and he's fucking everybody and he's fucking Alan's girlfriend and he's, he's, he's a shit individual, but I don't feel like there's ever, I don't know, like, uh, like a confrontation from Alan's point of view that says that 
that this is a a fixed situation. It doesn't feel like a fixed situation. When we are on the the Nadia timeline on the very last episode, she's about to sleep with him. I mean, she pretty much almost does. And at the very last second when she goes out and grabs more uh, condoms or something like that from the store, she's uh, talking to him and then last minute shows up or something like that. It was, it was just fucking... It, it felt weird and contrived and all of a, It felt like she... They had to write Nadia's character to end up with Alan in both scenarios, and both scenarios didn't feel exactly organic. Um, and that's that's where the problem was for me, ultimately. I just wasn't... I didn't buy that Nadia was just going to sleep with this guy, and then all of a sudden she's with Alan, and all of a sudden everything's okay. It's like, that is, that, that, that's not a concurrent timeline especially because it didn't feel like he had explained that he knew her from a long time ago or that he or he that he can explain and you know things that he wouldn't normally be able to explain you know like how much your your loan costs for school or something like that you know just very different scenarios and then on the opposite spectrum we have Nadia who thinks that she just uh, told drunk Alan to go kill himself and it's like holy shit um like that was that was pretty heavy, and seeing her go up to the very top of the uh, building and thinking that we that she didn't stop Alan from killing himself was it was kind of a powerful moment. But it's it's so I don't know what to think about it. It's just so different than what we normally see. It's almost like seeing two different endings. Um, but yeah, I, I'm I'm very curious to see what other podcasters have to say about this uh, series. I I'm sorry I didn't go into a big spoiler uh, detailed discussion or have anyone on that really fucking enjoyed it because I I mean Kelly and I watched this a little bit. We you know she fell asleep through almost every other episode, so I was just like okay, I'm just gonna take this one for the team and uh, do the review myself. But I I was just like okay, so. Um, this is the this is the Russian doll show, and I I, under, I understand what the whole hype is about it, and uh, I kind of feel like it's going to be for, forgotten in, in a year. I'm I'm curious if this is going to get renewed. Um, of the last few Netflix shows that we have watched, um, like You on Netflix and uh, Sex Education, and then we have Russian Doll. I honestly think uh, it would probably be Sex Education, You, and then um, Russian Doll at this point, if I had to rank them, um, but yeah, so that, that's Russian Doll, on the Lucky Dog podcast, uh, I'd say Russian Doll is much better than Velvet Buzzsaw, whatever the hell that is, (laughs) uh, I just, I was not a big fan of that movie, I'll I'll probably do like a five-minute review and release these on the same day, because it was just, ugh, god, uh, sometimes it can be just, it can be rough trying to review some, movies that you just had really high hopes for, you know? I don't know. So, um, check us out, Lucky Dog Podcast, everything you know is on podcast apps that you normally download us on, and uh, we have tons of new reviews coming out, um, coming down the pipe. We just released Blind Spotting on um, on our podcast. I really love that movie. You can check that out. Um, we checked out Abducting in Plain Sight, Escape at Danamora, Conversations with a Killer, the Ted Bundy Tapes. We also have Conversations with a Ted Bundy Survivor. Be sure to check that out. Uh, 
Titans, Sex Education, You on Netflix. We also have some movies coming down the pipe. Vice, Mars Attacks. Who remembers Mars Attacks? I, I was like, she. That was a long time ago, right? <laughs> uh, we also have F is for Family coming down the pipe on Netflix. So check all these out. Top 10 movies of 2018 is also available. If you've missed some movies, go check that out and see what you missed. And uh, as always, thank you for listening and take it easy. I look at you now, chasing down death at every corner. Fighting your way to the light. Do you still have that in you? I am not crazy. You really hate it. Some people call me crazy. Didn't you get the news? We're about to die. It doesn't matter. I die all the time.